Welcome to Grand County Matters. My name is John Sanderson. This show is for and about all of the people who live, work, and love Grand County. It doesn't matter what part of the county you call home, I hope to have something for everyone. This edition of Grand County Matters is brought to you by Sanderson Commercial Real Estate. The name Grand County Trusts when specialization matters. Online at sandersonre.com. Welcome back to Grand County Matters. I am really excited today to be with Julie Martin, Recreation Director from the town of Granby. And not only am I excited to be with her in person for real, like across the desk, having an interview for the first time. Hi, Julie. Hello. How you doing? Great. Thank you. Great. This is such a great program. And I want to talk about the scope of all of the things that happened at the Granby Rec. But let's start with your version of the high-level overview of the Granby Rec program itself. All right. Well, uh, we are uh, part of the town of Granby, like you said. We offer programs for youth and adults, uh, both sports and enrichment activities, camps for kids, uh, as well as special events for not only town of Granby residents, but visitors and other locals from surrounding areas as well. That's great. How many how many different programs do you think you have annually? Oh, geez. I would say probably about 50 different programs every year throughout the summer, you know, the full year. And that's a mixture of kid programs and adult programs. Yes. And then do you do stuff for seniors as well? You know, we don't do a whole lot for seniors. We used to do more when they were housed out of the community building in Granby. But since Mountain Family Center took over the senior programming, um, there's not really been a huge need for us to offer things specific for seniors. That doesn't mean senior citizens can't take advantage of any of our activities for adults, um, because we certainly do get some seniors, but no actual specific programming for seniors. So let's talk about how you got here. Before we uh, before we started recording, you told me that you've been in Granby almost 30 years. Yep. <laughs> I uh, I did my internship for college, actually, at the YMCA of the Rockies at Snow Mountain Ranch. Um, I was a recreation major in college and ended up getting hooked up with the YMCA and did my internship there and loved it out here, as most people can imagine, and decided I was just going to stay and got a job working for the YMCA for a while. And I uh, worked at the Grand Lake Chamber of Commerce for a stint as well and met my husband here in Granby and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you raised two kids? Yep. Yeah. Boy and a girl here in Grand County. Born and raised here. That's right. Bailey and my yep. Rachel went to high school together. Yep. Played volleyball together. They did. Is she yep. still barrel racing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's a big rodeo girl. She runs barrels and poles at the local rodeos. You can see her about any Saturday night as well as myself any Saturday night. That's right. I'd forgotten <laughs> yeah. that you were also the barrel racer. Yeah, and... it's really fun. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's talk about the programs that that you do offer. Can you give just a little overview of the most popular programs for kids, for example? Sure. I would say our biggest program that we offer that most people seem to know the most about is our day camp programs um, for elementary aged kids. Um, 
We are a licensed school-age child care center, uh, licensed by the state of Colorado. Uh, so we do, of course, have to follow all their guidelines and policies. Um, we do a Friday day camp during the school year, as well as holiday camps during break, which we have camp going on today since the kids are on Christmas break. And then in the summer, we offer a four-day-a-week a four summer day camp, uh, Monday through Thursday, um, throughout the whole summer. And then we also, along those lines with the day camp, also offer an after-school program every day after school until 6 o'clock, um, housed at the Granby Elementary School. So what's a, what's a day camp entail? Well, it's all different things. A lot of times we like to do field trips with the kids, and that could be something as as simple as going to Grand Lake for a sleigh ride, which we did yesterday with the day camp, or, you know, ice skating at the ice box in Frazier. Um, In the summer season and sometimes spring and fall, we do field trips to Denver, but a lot of times we just stay local at the community building, um, for, uh, the Granby Community Building. For instance, today we're doing um, Science and Magic Day at uh, day camp. So my assistant, Elliot, is busy doing magic tricks and science experiments with the kids today. So he did tell me this morning, pray for me today. So it'll be an interesting day. <laughs> is he blowing stuff up? Probably. Yeah, probably. Beyond bubbles. Yeah. Uh, that's super fun. Let's talk about uh, the the safety protocols that you have to adhere to right now because of COVID, because you're governed by the CDPHE for your after-school programs and day camps, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. What What's that look like? Well, we have to, of course, follow the state, but also more importantly, our local public health department. You know, I've been in contact with them a lot, of course, you know, over the course of this last 10 months or whatever it's been to figure out how we can do programs safely um, and still efficiently and, and still get people engaged in doing things. And I would say that's probably the thing I'm the most proud of right now is being able to have been able to continue our programs in a safe manner and still being able to get a lot of participants. Um, you know, we of course do temperature checks like every, you know, like most places do now, it seems like as soon as people arrive for an event or an activity, you know, the six feet distancing is important. So we have to limit our numbers to make sure they can stay apart from other people. Um, the masks, of course, are, are um, mandatory. Everyone has masks on whenever they're in a program. Um, but I, I kind of feel like we do five times the amount of work to get a quarter of the result because of the the things that we have to follow. But it's worth it when people are thanking us for keeping things going. So, um, so that's really nice. What programs do you have going on right now? where you've had to make significant changes due to COVID? Well, we have a youth dance program that goes on. It's on a two-week break because of Christmas, but um, that goes on on Tuesdays for kiddos um, all the way from age two up through, uh, I believe, eighth grade. And we've had to limit our numbers to be able to allow for space in the community building to make sure there's enough space for each kiddo. Um, our instructor does a fabulous job. She has dots that she puts out for the kids and they get on their dot and they, that's how they help space out. And, and when they're sharing in the beginning of class, they pass the hand sanitizer around (laughs) and then they'll do, you know, my name is so-and-so and and my favorite animal is blah, 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 whatever. Um, but just things like that, the kids don't really even realize as part of the safety protocol. And of course we take their temps and, um, and same with day camp, you know, as they arrive every day, we check temperatures, do the little questions, you know, are you feeling okay? Anybody in your household sick? Um, but those are the things that are going on right now. Adult volleyball just finished up. And that was the same way, you know, took everybody's temp, had the masks, keep the distance. Um, 
that kind of thing. And we'll be starting youth basketball next week on Monday. Um, and of course, that's going to look very different than it has in the past because we're going to keep kiddos in the same class, their classroom class, essentially. Third graders will practice together, fourth graders, fifth graders, sixth graders. So it's going to be a lot smaller groups in the gym. Um, of course, the masks, and we're not able to play other towns because I actually don't believe the other towns in Grand County are are going to be able to offer basketball. So it's going to look different, but we're still going to be teaching skills and most importantly, having a great time. So it sounds pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. It is very safe. I'm very proud of the fact that we've been able to offer so many activities and knock on wood, have not had any type of outbreak related to our, any of our programs. Once again, knock on wood. Yeah. No, <laughs> even through the summer, with yeah. the summer programs and, you know, in the water and this and that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously our, our summer day camp, changed drastically from what it was supposed to be. We normally do field trips twice a week. And if you look at our summer activity guide, every single one was crossed off and because we couldn't, most of them weren't even open, but, um, but we still ran a day camp um, four days a week. And, you know, we met with the public health nurse before camp started and, you know, met with her routinely throughout the summer and did the, you know, the protocols changed. We had parents dropping off outside the school from their car. They stayed in the car we did the temperature checks at the car before the kids even, you know, got out to go in. Um, and we camp was different because we had to keep them in groups of 10 or less and try to keep the same group fairly as consistent as we could. And we had each group of 10 in their own classroom. So it used to be we would have 30 kids all in one room, you know, every day and it was different kids. Um, but that was not the case this year. But it actually there were some things that came out of it that we actually really liked doing. And we're going to continue to do that way because like of what? like the groups of 10 and having them assigned to a certain counselor for the whole week, or I think we did two weeks this year. Um, the consistency was great as far as kids getting to know the counselors and vice versa and knowing that, you know, so-and-so had a bad day yesterday. So we're going to keep an eye on them today. And, um, you know, we were a lot more local of course this summer, you know, because we just weren't really able to travel um, because it just wasn't safe for us. And, um, but boy, it worked out great. You know, we got creative, our staff, we have an awesome summer staff that, that really worked their tails off this summer to provide a great camp for the kids. How many, how many staff and volunteers do you have? I'm sure. Ebbs and flows through the year. Yeah, I would say in the summer, I think we probably had six, uh, seasonal full-time seasonal people all together. And then throughout the year, you know, those kids come back and work at Christmas like this week. But um, then volunteers throughout the different special events and things like that, we probably have 40 or 50 different volunteers between youth sports and special events and um, things like that. That's great. So, and you just, do you have a volunteer sign up? Um, no, it's usually just me calling people, <laughs> people that I know will do it or people that have done it for years. For instance, the Granby Gutbuster 5k, I have certain volunteers that have been helping me for you know, 10 or 15 years. And I just call them and say, are you available this morning? And then they'll do it. And um, yeah, but anyone's welcome to call the Granby rec office and volunteer anytime. We'd love to have help. So more help is better than less help. Yeah, for sure. How are you funded? Uh, we're funded solely by the town of Granby and then fees that we charge for programs. And we pride ourselves in keeping our fees low. Um, we also have a policy that's been in effect since I've been here that we will never turn a kid away for a program for lack of ability to pay. So we will always figure out a way to help them do a program if they need to be in the program or desire to be in the program. And it's not, you know, financially possible. The town of Granby has been 
amazing for the last 20 plus years. Um, we are funded right out of the general fund. There's no special tax, nothing like that. It comes right from sales taxes and property taxes and then our fees. And typically uh, on a normal year, we like to say that we recoup all of our operating expenses minus our salaries, our full-time staff salaries. Um, that also doesn't include any capital expenditures, you know, so, but so we do bring in a decent amount of, of money, but, um, but they definitely subsidize us a lot. <laughs> what, what's a day program cost a family? Uh, for a day of day camp, which is in the summer, eight to five thirty, or in the winter during school year, it's eight to five, it's $34 a day. Um, and I know that, you know, there's a lot of daycares in the county. They wish they could charge that low of an amount, you know. I mean, I, I'm sure it's probably over $50 a day. And what do you for get for your care. 34 bucks? Uh, they get whatever we're doing that day. It could be a field trip to, uh, I don't know, I'll just look at my thing, the Splash Water Park in Golden. Or it could be a local day. You know, we charge the same no matter what we're doing. Uh, and it all evens out in the end. Some days don't cost us much to do the program, but some days cost us more than we're bringing in, obviously. So, um, but it all evens out. That's great. Yeah. Let's talk about your, your facilities. So there's okay. these various parks around mm -hmm. Granby that you have access to. Right. And what else? Yeah, we have all the outdoor parks um, that you see when you come through the town of Granby, the ball fields, the skate park, um, the, the playgrounds. We also uh, are in a three-way partnership for the soccer dome. We essentially own the building. Uh, that building was built as a three-way partnership. The school district owns the land that it's on. It used to be, for anybody that's been here a long time, it used to be the old middle school land. Um, so the school district owns the land. The soccer club, the local soccer club, Grand County Youth Soccer, they had a donor that put up the money to build that building. And then the town of Granby agreed that we would maintain it and manage it. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's a three-way partnership. We have a long-term lease on that land from the school. And obviously we've added on to that park as far as putting tennis courts up there and an awesome playground. If you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to go to Rafferty Park and check it out. Um, but we do have that Rafferty Park with the soccer dome. Um, we also have the Granby Community Building, which has two multi-use rooms and a kitchen, we use that a lot for day camp during the school year. Um, it's also available for rent. Um, and a lot of local youth groups and nonprofits use it for meetings and things like that. Um, other than that, any other facilities that we generally use are complements of the East Grand School District. Um, they are an amazing partner for us. Um, they let us use their facilities for youth programs. Um, pretty much without a fee, as long as there's a custodian working there that day. Um, and then any other adult programs, we pay a, a small nominal fee. We weren't able to use their facilities for adult programs this year because of COVID, but we've figured it out and had a way to do some st extra stuff in the soccer dome. But um, the school district, without them, we wouldn't be able to do a majority of our programs, honestly. Yeah. Didn't you just do uh, adult volleyball at the soccer dome? We did. Yes. <laughs> we were not able to use the high school this year because of COVID and the protocols and the safety concerns at the school. So kind of in the 11th hour, we decided why not do a grass volleyball league and do it at the dome. And so we begged, borrowed and steal to use grass nets from people in the community. A lot of people had them that let us borrow them. Thank goodness for free. And then we set them up in the dome um, and it actually worked really, really, really well. I think everyone had a really good time. 
all the teams were in when we told them that we couldn't do the high school and we were going to have to use the dome. Like nobody backed out. They were all like, heck yeah, let's do it. Um, it did get pretty chilly in there by December and we ended on December 15th <laughs> and it was, it was a little nippy in there, but they all said, even though they were freezing in the beginning of the game, by the end of the game, you know, you're sweating cause you're working out and playing hard and stuff. So, so it worked out great. We're planning on doing a tournament there, an adult volleyball tournament there in the spring too, in April, which, so hopefully it should be a lot warmer then. So that's fantastic. And yeah. you know, adversity hits small towns different than the big city. Mm-hmm. And I think in, you know, Granby for sure. And then the rest of the County, everybody seems to raise their game to figure out a way to make it work. I would agree. And yeah, I, and I've gotten so many people that have commented, you know, I'm so thankful you guys are figuring out ways to do stuff. And, and that truly makes all the extra work totally worth it, you know, for the families to see that they recognize it and appreciate it and participate in it. A little bit of appreciation goes a long way. Yeah, it really does. I like to say it's nice to be nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> what sort of new programs do you have on, on tap? Oh, well, we don't have a whole lot of brand new programs. It's mostly our regular programs that are going to be modified um, because of COVID. We're just trying to maintain right now and keep our things going. For instance, our annual daddy-daughter dance is coming up uh, the first weekend in February. and anyone that's been to the daddy daughter dance realizes what a huge program that is for us. And it's just such a fun event. It's by far my favorite program we do for the whole year, but because of COVID we've had to drastically change it. Um, There's going to be two parts of it. There'll be a virtual part that Fraser Valley rec, who we partner with on a lot of things, Fraser Valley rec will be in charge of the virtual part of it. If you would rather do a dance party at home with your kiddos, you can get their kit We are still doing an in-person daddy-daughter, but it's going to be two sessions limited to 50 people each session, unless we get the go-ahead to let more people come in. And we're actually going to have it at River Run Resort this year. Really? At their convention center. Yeah. So we're excited about that. It's been at the Inn at Silver Creek for years, and we really wanted to give River Run a try. And they're being awesome as far as working with us and offering us snacks for the kids and stuff. So um, it's going to be different, but it's going to be good. So um, hey, different is better. uh, Yeah. I mean, we may find we like doing it this way. I don't know. But I know that, you know, limiting it to 100 people is is difficult when we normally get about 300 people that come. So really 300 people. Oh, yeah. It's huge. I mean, people from all over the county come families from Kremlin come all over. Um, But I I just have a feeling we're going to have less people that want to do it because they're just not feeling safe, you know, for various reasons, but, um, but I can assure you, we're going to do everything we can to make it safe. And we do have another great new partnership that we do have some brand new programs this year. Um, we're working with Two Pines Supply in Granby here, as well as Grand Mountain Guides, which is through Two Pines Supply to offer some adult programs. Um, they're offering bike maintenance classes for us. They're doing um, intro to backcountry navigation and knot tying. They're doing backcountry skiing and splitboarding, and they're also going to do some field days um, with backcountry navigation and avalanche rescue coming up um, this winter and spring. And I know tons of people are hitting the backcountry because it's safer to not be around all the people, but it's really, really important to be safe yourself and know what you're doing. So um, those classes have been really well received. They're a great couple of guys that are teaching the classes. Um, And yeah, those are all coming up starting January 24th through spring. Um, so that's a new kind of a new venture for us and for them. And, and they, they have a retail store. They do. Yeah. Two Pine Supplies right on Main Street. It's the old Alpine West business office supply building, if anybody knows that. But 
um, yeah, they've got a great store. They also have a gal in there that has a little um, shop. I can't remember what it is now, but she sells uh, healthy food and smoothies and stuff out of there. And, you know, another class we were going to do with them, which we're still planning on doing when we can, is to um, offer some guided backcountry hiking and snowshoeing. And those were all going to happen in Rocky Mountain National Park. Well, then, of course, the fire made all that go on hold for now. But we are planning on doing some more of those guided hikes um, with them whenever we can, you know, throughout this winter as, as things open up at the park. So That's great. Yeah. What other special programs do you have coming up in May? Uh, we have a, a kind of a new program for us, especially then on May 1st, called Mother-Son Battle Zone Nerf Games and Pizza Party. Um you know, we always do the daddy-daughter and mother-son activities have been kind of hit and miss over the years, but this is going to be a really fun uh, program. We're going to have it up at the Soccer Dome and and some folks come up from Denver with all the Nerf stuff that we need, bunkers, Nerf guns, ammo, all that. And we have Nerf games, uh, the moms and sons in the Dome, and then we'll have a pizza party afterwards. And we're really excited about it. I think that's something the kids will definitely love. And I, I think the moms might be surprised how much they might enjoy it too. <laughs> And pizza. Yeah. And pizza afterwards. So how can you go wrong with that? Yeah. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Maybe I, well, I don't have a, my mom will come, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might not fit the age requirement. Yeah. Oh, there's kidding. a, there's a maximum no, there's age. Not. <laughs> you have to be three and over. So perfect. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the scope of the programs um, or perhaps maybe stated a different way. Who can come to the Granby rec and participate? Uh, really anyone. You don't have to be a citizen of Granby or even of Grand County. Um, we don't charge any extra depending on where you live. It's the same price no matter who you are. Uh, if you're a week weekender up here and you want to do one of our classes, it's the same price for anyone that wants to do it. Um, in fact, in the summer, we get lots of kiddos that are visiting from out of state, visiting grandma and grandpa, and they put them in day camp during the week because they, you know, run out of energy for them. So they send them with us. And it's always really, really fun to have the kids come from other places and learn about their homes and, you know, their states and stuff like that, too. But, um, no, we get people from all across the county, you know, especially, of course, Hot Sulphur Springs and Grand Lake areas that don't necessarily have general rec programs. Um, and, and, of course, Kremlin, too. Um, we get them from all over. We talked earlier about the fee to participate. Is there a different fee for people from outside? Nope. Nope. It's the same fee for anybody. Yeah. We don't, we don't discriminate on anything. So One the fee. only, the only real kind of advantage anyone would have that lives in the town of Granby proper is in the spring when we're doing summer day camp registration, it's usually a really very popular program. And we do allow people that live within the city limits of Granby to register first, just to make sure that we have enough spots for all the people that are within the city limits of Granby. Um, but other than that, there's no fee different, anything like that. That's great. Let's let's circle back to COVID precautions. Okay. I can envision that there's a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt among people, you know, as we were discussing. Mm -hmm. There's a continuum of people who are totally not worried about COVID, and there's people that are handicapped by their right by their fear of COVID. Yes. For the people that are listening, what can you say to reassure? parents and participants about the precautions that you're taking? Um, I feel like our programs are as safe as they can possibly be. We, we have lots and lots of Clorox wipes, lots of hand sanitizer that we're always wiping things down and cleaning people's hands with. You know, like I mentioned earlier, we do take temperatures before really any program. Um, and then we always 
you know, we limit the amount of people that can participate in a program to make sure that we can allow for the six foot distance. Um, in fact, one of our recent split boarding and, and intro to backcountry skiing classes, we moved them to a different room because we were getting so many people registered. We needed to make sure that we could spread them out. And so, yeah, we had to move them to a different room in the community building just to make sure that we could follow that. Um, and any program that we do, we have a roster um, that has every single person that participated, their contact information, their phone number, their email. In case, God forbid, we had to do any contact tracing, um, we could do it very easily um, if needed. Um, but knock on wood, it has not been an issue so far. But um, I, I think that people should rest assured that we're doing everything we can to keep people safe. That's great. Let's, uh, let's switch gears. So you've been in Granby for a while. <laughs> yeah, for sure. A long <laughs> while. What, what do you think the future of Granby holds? Boy, uh, exciting things, but also scary. You know, I change is scary for most people, including me. Uh, the river run was a huge, scary deal and it's turned out to be a really cool amenity for the community, I think, not to mention the the Smith Creek Crossing homes that are, you know, relatively affordable for people that, that are looking for a place to live. But I I think Granby is changing for sure. I mean, after living here almost 30 years, it's inevitable, I've realized. And I just hope it continues to be smart growth. Um, I do definitely imagine that sometime in the future, Granby will need to have its own rec center. I mean, I just think it's inevitable as the as the population grows it's going to be a demand at some point with people. I, I don't know how many years we're talking here. It could be five, could be 10, could be 20, you know, who knows, but um, boy, I just, I don't see it slowing down around here. I just think it's going to keep growing. So it'll be interesting. You know, we're just, you know, if you look at, <laughs> if you look at the tax collections mm-hmm. through a period of time when there's a global pandemic, right? Yeah. 30% year on year increase for most of the summer. Yeah. So that tells you there's far more people in this part of the county, yeah, you know, in the city of Granby or in, in the surrounding area to Granby, it feels like the city of the town is on the rise. I agree. There's new restaurants. 100%. There's there's new development. There's mm-hmm. a new apartment complex. There's just new, new. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to be random growth. It seems to be good planned growth. I think you're right. And I, I think that we have a great board of trustees at the town of Granby um, that thinks through things and really deliberates things before they make decisions. I don't think they usually make any rash decisions on any kind of development. Um, you know, I'm sure people said they've missed out on some things because they've taken too much time, but I, I'd rather be on the safe side than go a little crazy with it. But um, I think Granby is the best town in this county, if you ask me, but that's because I live here. So Spoken like a true Granby resident. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, this has been fantastic, Julie. I, I so appreciate the opportunity to come and learn more about the REC and share more about the REC because I had no idea how big your programs really were. Well, I really appreciate you asking me to do this. It was a great opportunity for us to get our name out there a little bit because I do think there's a lot of people that have no idea how much we offer with a very small staff. There's three full-time people now that put all these programs on, so... Um, so thank you. I appreciate it. Good. And are you still nervous? No, not no. anymore. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. And this is Grand County Matters.